Hello, everyone. My name is David Smith, and this is the Armchair Commentary. On this week's episode, I'm joined by guest Danny Fife to talk about some favorites and some underdogs at the U.S. Open, plus Major League Baseball's identity problem. Sticky tack and foreign substances have become a focal point for Major League Baseball, but hasn't cheating always been a part of the sport? If you're not already subscribed, please make sure to do so. Hit that bell icon. Make sure you never miss an episode of the Armchair Commentary. Don't forget to head over to YouTube.com. Look up Armchair Commentary. You can find us there. If you could hit sub there, that would be amazing. I uh, appreciate everyone that's taken the time to check us out in video format, but I also want to share some deep, deep gratitude to those of you who have stuck it out on the audio. So without further ado, Major League Baseball's identity problem and the U.S. Open. We're back again, another episode, this week joined by Danny Fife, friend of the show. Welcome to the show, Danny. Hey, good to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, this weekend, starting tomorrow, actually, we've got U.S. Open golf. It's something we haven't covered a ton of on the show, but I play golf. I'm a fan of golf. Um, despite my Montreal Canadiens, hockey-loving Canadian self here, um, yeah. I'm a big fan of, of golf, watching and playing. Um, mm-hmm. You yourself are a, a bit of a fan as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I play. Uh, I'm pretty terrible, but I like to, I like to watch it. It's one, of, <laughs> it's one of my favorite sports to watch, as boring as it can be for most people. I, lo- I love to watch it and play it as well. So this weekend with the, with the Open coming up, um, I was looking at some of the uh, some of the pairings for uh, day one, and there mm-hmm. were a couple that kind of jumped out at me. I was wondering if you know you you had any thoughts on it. Morikawa, Thomas, and Kepka looks like a yeah. pretty interesting uh, interesting pretty, pairing. Yeah, pretty stout group. Um, they're all finishing really high right now. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see what Tony Finnau does. Guys always in and around everything yeah. but yeah. i don't know if he's got the finish for it um is there someone that you're looking at in the tournament um or a couple of guys i know that we had talked just off air about phil coming in and doing phil things at 50 is there someone yeah. that you're looking at in this tournament you know that isn't kepka to kind of step up and and take this thing or you know maybe some guys that are off the off the path that you think might have a big weekend yeah, I mean, um, Tony Finau is always like he said up there, and he's definitely due for a finish. Um, he always seems to play well, but he just can't seem to punch that punch the ticket at the end. Um, yeah. But um, I like I like um, Phil. I mean, Phil and, and Thomas and Spieth and those younger guys. I mean, they are all. Well, I guess Phil's not younger, but you know, the younger yeah. guys they all they all are going to make. They'll play well, but um, experience goes a long way um, in a lot of these tournaments, a lot of these majors, especially the Open, um, because it's a totally different animal. You know, it's not it's not easy. Like um, DeShambo was talking about this week, everybody was or last week, everybody was making fun of him because he said it's not supposed to be easy. You know, yeah. nothing about golf is easy. The easiest easiest golf course on any day is still, you know, difficult. But um, right. but yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I would like to see, honestly, Finau would probably be, I would like to see him get a finish um, probably more than the rest of them. Um, Kepka, you know, he's a long baller, so he's, you know, he can 
he can have a very good chance of finishing high as well. Um, but um, Finau and and uh, more. I mean, Morikawa, he's he's done well. But well, you I think feel about like the um, DJ McElroy Rose uh, grouping. Well, um, you know, you got a gold medalist in that group to begin with, um, and uh, DJ is just always good. You know, number one, he's been number one on and off for several months now. Um, and I, I just, I think those groups like that, where you get the two or three studs together. Um, well, Zalatoris and Spieth are with Scheffler. Yeah. Um, that's another big one. There's kind of the old guy group with West, uh, Westwood, Sink, and Casey. Oh, yeah. That'll be that'll be a good group. See, because you, you got to think, I look at it this way. If you play with a bunch of guys that are, you know, like really playing really well at the time, it's just like every other sport. You know, you challenge yourself to be better, you know. So um, if you're playing with guys that haven't had a top 10 finish, top 30 finish in, you know, two or three months, obviously it's, it's not going to be the same because you're, you know, people, they do thrive off that a little bit. You know, I know it's a one person game, you know, you're. Yeah. But, do you think, do you think that has an impact? Like if you're playing with, let's say you're playing with a long baller. And mm-hmm. you're more of a like a layup kind of guy. Um, yeah. Do you think that it makes the layup kind of guy push a little more, maybe on his on his drives, and you know maybe he's reaching a little more, or vice versa, where the long ball guy is seeing, you know, beautiful approach shots that are you know putting putting the layup guy in better position. Do you think that that like plays mentally on a guy and it changes the way that maybe they approach the holes? I mean, it would have to. I know, you know, when I go out and play with my buddies, I, I don't want to play with guys that are, um, I mean, I don't care to, don't get me wrong, but like when I'm playing, if I'm in a, in a tournament or in something, I don't, I don't want to play with guys that are worse than me because then I feel like I'm doing okay. And the guys yeah. who are just as good or better than me are playing with a group and they're beating me by four strokes. And here I'm content with what I have, but I'm losing, you know? Um, so I, I think I honestly, yeah, I mean, the groupings and if they're friends, you know, like if, Kepka, Kepka and Shambo got put together. You know, everybody knows that big, you know, uh, catastrophe that's happened over the last two or three weeks. You know, that would be that'd be primetime TV right there. Everybody would tune in. Yeah, I think they would. I think they would play a little differently. You know, just because they don't like each other. You know, I think they would be trying to outdrive each other and trying to, you know, mean playing their A plus plus golf. You know, with a little extra effort just to prove that, you know, who's the alpha male in that group, you know, pretty much. Definitely. DeChambeau's got uh, Matsuyama and Fasi in his group. Uh, and uh, the other one that I see that I kind of am interested in is uh, with another guy that doesn't always finish a ton. Uh, it's Bubba Watson, Adam Scott, and Sergio. Yeah, I mean, that's, but those, those are, that's experience right there. All the yeah. experience of those three guys and you know, and Bubba's obviously—he's very unconventional. He—he he never, he never took lessons. He never—he just picked up a golf club and started swinging it. So he never had anything. He's just on tour because he's good. Like there's no—he didn't go to school for that. He didn't have, you know, a pro. He didn't go have Hank Haney teach him how to hit golf balls. And you know, that's just—that's rare. You know, you don't know of a lot of guys on tour that keep up, no. keep up the pace that he has with no, no teaching. So absolutely. But that experience goes a long way. Uh, it'll be an interesting tournament for sure. I uh, I I like 
Finau. Finau's my like he's I just I have a soft spot for him. I don't know why. Yeah. He's just always in uh and uh, I would probably put kind of, you know, maybe Bubba as my my secondary if I'm if I'm picking up. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm creating a line, I probably have those two guys on there and maybe toss yeah. in some other guys so. Hey, I mean, I I wouldn't mind see. I like that to drop him too. I mean, he's not he just does like you watch some of his interviews and I was watching you know some videos on Facebook last week of him and in his conferences he just has he just has a no care attitude you know what I mean he's like well if I win I win if I don't I don't but he's not in the media for anything negative anymore since his last little stint he went through there for yeah the drug abuse but um you know he's he's really straightened it up and you know I think he became a, a way better role model than he was before that so definitely um away from golf um we're both baseball fans. Uh, oh, you're, yeah. you're a fan of ball. I'm definitely a fan of baseball. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's been something that's plaguing baseball right now, at least in the public's eye. This has been going on for forever. This isn't new. Oh, yeah. uh, and and I need to make that clear before anyone goes, well, what about this new issue? It's not new. Cheating and baseball are synonymous with each other. Mm-hmm. It's you, Everyone is always trying to get ahead, whether it was you know, even pine tar to an extent for a hitter, mm-hmm. getting a better yeah. grip on the bat is an mm-hmm. advantage. Yeah. So when you saw that people like Trevor Bauer were calling out guys and he said, well, if everybody's going to do it, I might as well too. Um, and then the Major League Baseball comes back and goes, "We got it. We're going to cut down on it. You got ten days to clean yeah. it up." What yeah. were you thinking about? How do you feel about the situation? Because honestly, I like, I'm pretty over it. I, I get it. Yeah. Baseball wants home runs, but I mean, I my big issue is is that they don't want. I feel like they want to control. Obviously, you know, you can't. Every pitcher, even even way from way back in the day, they always used some advantage. That's where I mean the spitball. That's where the spitball came from. You know, more grip. You know, saliva. And um, I feel like there's a rosin bag on the mound. Pitchers have a a rosin bag on the mound. I mean, even though it's it's made to keep your hands dry so the ball you can have better control, it still gives you better grip. I mean, it's a powder that's going to sink into the seams. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, guys. Stop wearing sunscreen. I read a story earlier about guys stopped wearing sunscreen because they said it was a, you know, if you put it on too thick, you could rub it off and it got tacky. Like, I mean, it's getting insane is, what, is what's happening. Um, but these athletes anymore are so good. I mean, they start from such a young age, you know, parents of, you know, the baby boomers and, and the kids that are, you know, and our, our children, you know what I mean, that are our age, a little younger than us now, we're, we're brought up saying, you know, get to play the sport your whole life and be the best you can and get every advantage you can so um i mean a lot of them are just trying to get that advantage without getting caught because there's there's probably hall of famers that you would never call a cheater right you know what i mean like i would never you know call so and so a cheater because he's in the hall of fame he's a great player but i guarantee you he did something that was probably a little bit shady you know what i mean there's gonna Andy, be Andy Pettit did steroids Oh yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a three. He's a, he's a huge. He's an incredible player. But I, mean, I feel, I feel like it's, I feel like it's kind of that coming back around. Like with the steroid use, like there was a point in time where they put the hammer down on that. You know what I mean? And steroids, yeah. they're like stop. It. You know what I mean? There's going to be certain regulations for steroids, and now we've come full circle to another thing that they're going to think is going to change baseball, um, to where they're going to say, you know, listen, 
we're going to throw you the ball and like we'll have the umpire wipe it off every throw or i mean i don't know I, yeah, everybody's going to speed it up it's kind of silly to be honest with you because this is what happened so steroids weren't illegal in baseball until they were yeah. and no early on no one said all right guys uh, you can't do steroids uh, there's mm-hmm. no steroids nothing people were in locker rooms with you know uppers and greenies and all sorts of different drugs to benefit them on the mound that were not even necessarily legal pharmaceuticals yeah. and they were taking them baseball didn't care baseball yeah. didn't care at all because you know why because mark mcguire and sammy sosa were hitting dingers oh, and people were watching them people yeah. wanted they the, they had a lockout they needed fans right yeah. now uh i think there's this like big <laughs> attention being paid to it and it makes no sense to me at all because they're put they put the rule in that says it but they if people have been breaking it and they haven't been enforcing it why are we now all of a sudden we're like oh we didn't we didn't know baseball we didn't know and i just think it's bullshit to be honest with you i don't get it oh, yeah. yeah yeah i mean everybody that has anything to do with baseball has been in baseball you know i mean they don't they don't go down you know to the local right. high school and hire a football coach to be over anything in the MLB, you know, all these guys are baseball guys. So they know all the baseball tricks, you know, (laughs) the people making the rules have probably played and done something, you know, and I understand, I think they're trying to give a certain, um, I guess, category of people what they want by saying, you know, uh, these balls can't be curving and breaking off this hard. These, you know, we can't be doing this and that. But I mean, just because you don't get to see three home runs a game, doesn't mean, you know, like, and a couple of weeks ago, we had, what, four four or five no-hitters within, you know, several, three or four months? Yeah. I mean, no-nos. And, like, five of them, I think, we have so far. And that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I think I have two opinions on it that are really conflicting. On the one hand, I love offense and baseball. I've always been an offense and baseball guy. You said yeah. you pitched in college. I When I played baseball, I was an outfielder. So I preferred being on the offensive side of the ball, but I can respect a good pitcher. Like my mm-hmm. favorite pitchers of all time are guys that didn't throw, you know, it's not Roger Clemens or Randy Johnson, although both incredible pitchers. It's uh, guys like Mark Burley who pitched. You had to mm-hmm. locate the ball. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what I prefer. And so I like on the one hand, I want to see pitchers pitching and not just, I'm going to throw at 110. And you're going to swing as hard as you can and we'll see what happens, which is what's going on right now. That's why Vladdy can sit on a fastball all Mm -hmm. day long. He knows you're going to pump it in there. And if it's anywhere near the location, when it makes contact, guess what? It's out of the park. It's gone. Over with. On the other hand, I really don't care if they're using sticky substance. Give the batter something. I don't care. Whatever. Like, If you're not going to enforce it 100% of the time, then it's not a real rule. This like yeah. unwritten rules of baseball kind of thing is silly, but if it's a written rule and you're not enforcing it, then you're doing a poor job. Yeah. Baseball has an identity problem is what it is. Well, yeah, it seems like <laughs> it. Yeah. Because, you know, people, people want to have their cake and eat it too. They want it a certain way, but then they don't, you know, they want it, you know, with for certain teams and not for others, you know, this, you know, like the scandal with the Astros, people still beating them to death. You know, like, <laughs> like every team didn't listen. As a Patriots fan, I get it every day when I talk football with people. Where oh, they go, yeah. your team cheated, and I said, your team cheated too. You just didn't get blasted for it because you, oh, your yeah. team didn't win a hundred something games. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, like, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think a couple ounces of air is going to make a hundred game difference. No. I mean, I'm just, I'm no. just saying. It's no, still, it doesn't. Right? It's still exactly. Yeah, I'm still the greatest quarterback in the world of all time. You know, it's not. It's not. I don't know. But I'm sure Michael Jordan had something. He might have. I don't know. Had some kind of secret laces or put some shit on his fingers. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know, it like, could have been. Yeah. What happens if? What happens if something comes out about Jordan? Would that tarnish his whole? Yeah, would that would yeah. that ruin his whole career? Nah. Wide receivers going. used to have um, ta- uh, stick them, right? They had stick them on oh, their yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. So I just I when it comes to sports, you're talking about taking people from, um, you know, some a lot and a lot of the time, not all the time, but you're talking about taking people who have been practicing hard at something their whole lives mm-hmm. and have an opportunity to make life changing money at some yeah. point, oh, potentially. Yeah. And I mean, you're looking at minor league guys who are riding the bus, grinding along, and if you're a bullpen guy and you get an opportunity to come up for a few weeks of major league pay, that's life-changing to you. That could be, oh, yeah. that's, you know, that's a couple of years of not having to work as hard or taking an off time, a part-time job in the off season, working at Home Depot. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, so I get why guys do it. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people grasp how hard professional sports no matter what they are really are like they do i mean some people are just like oh it's baseball it's america's favorite pastime now from high school to when i went and played in college and i played at a very small community like it wasn't like i went to you know tennessee or one of these big big college it was small and the competition from my high school just to a no-name college was crazy i mean yeah the hitters the hitters i faced were in a whole different league it wasn't like i could just you know be like, well, this guy sucks at hitting fastballs on the inside corner. If I threw three fastballs in college on the inside corner, one of them was going over probably the school building. You know, I mean, like, there's no, you know, they catch on to that stuff. It's a whole different thing. And and th- these guys have so much talent. They, I mean, they don't need to cheat. You know, they really don't need to. But you know, every little advantage they can squeak out of each other is what makes them just a little bit better. You know, a little a little more of a a top notch athlete. And um, I mean, it's hard it's hard to be angry with it really you know you got guys like you said you got Vlad and you got Acuna and some of these dudes just hitting Tatis hitting bombs Otani hitting hitting balls 500 feet you know like yeah I wouldn't want to throw a pitch against a dude I knew could hit it into tomorrow you know why, why would you not try to do something you know to help yourself you know be in your team you know <laughs> combat that I really want to yeah. see um Tortuga pitch against Vladdy yeah I, I want to see the guy that doesn't. That guy doesn't cheat. That guy just lobs it in. He's like, yeah, that guy doesn't cheat. Yeah, I want to see. Uh, is that is that the one for the the twins? Uh, Astadio, Williams Astadio. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he just he lobs them in. He just yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like slow pitch style, and people yeah, don't really I'd, know I'd what to do to with see it. Pat take a swing at a forty-six mile an hour pitch just to see. Yeah, like, just to see where it goes. Uh, I don't yeah. know, man. I look. I the guys that bother me that are cheating and i say cheating with quotes because again if everyone's doing it isn't really any different but um i don't like when i see guys like garrett cole uh who are you don't need to do it man you're a good pitcher just like just play the game like what what are you trying to do this for a cy young get out of here it's like i get it when guys like um chris colabello was playing with the jays and he got busted for peds i get Mm -hmm. that He's a journeyman first baseman who couldn't get out of the minors and needed to make the money. He wanted to get up there and and make the bigs and he got caught and it sucks for him because it tarnished him. 
probably never I don't know if he ever played in the bigs again but he definitely didn't yeah. play with the Jays they, they put him down yeah. in the minors then released him yeah I get it when it's a no-name guy makes sense to me if it's some young pitcher coming up you don't need it you got to work just work on your mechanics I also have opinions about you know young kids throwing curveballs and slurves at you know 12 yeah, 13 I but yeah I, I, I never had a curveball I never threw one most of my career hardly ever had a changeup fastball and knuckleball and that was it my circle change and my fastball were all I, I didn't need it's all about location you know every little if you ain't cheating you ain't trying <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of, you know? absolutely um this has been fun man i uh i i hope that uh we have a good golf tournament yeah uh, mm-hmm, coming up uh, for sure and uh, uh more importantly i hope that uh my jays continue to do well and your reds don't well i mean my reds, <laughs> I, don't know what's go- I don't know what's going on with the reds right now i think i'm in a dream oh know. that's all right i don't know what's happening uh that's but. all good i appreciate you doing it though danny appreciate it man hey no problem thanks i'll have you back on for sure Oh, definitely. Thanks. Yep, see you later. And that does it for this week's episode of the Armchair Commentary. If you haven't already checked out our YouTube, please make sure to do so. Would love it if you could hit that subscribe button. Make sure to share this episode with a friend or two. Heck, share it with an enemy. We love it if you could spread the word about the Armchair Commentary. Uh, And it means a great deal to me uh, for you to do that. Um, if you are looking for merch, if you've checked out our socials, you can see that I've got mugs and shirts already in stock. Plus I've got some stickers to give away coming up soon. Don't forget to check that out. It's going to be incredible. Um, and last but not least, uh, I want to give a shout out to those who have stuck with us through everything. I appreciate every last one of you who have downloaded an episode at any point. It has been an interesting week in the world of sports. Can't wait to do it again next week. Thank you for listening. Be well.